0: not letting instagram use me but i'm using instagram because social media is free for a reason i'm I'm gonna use it for my advantage to help people out laugh and feel a little bit better every day
1: welcome you are listening to the jordan baylor draft a podcast that inspires writers to push through their limiting beliefs and blow the lid off of their personal creativity My name is Jordan Baylor, a filmmaker best known for my animated web series, Love the Moochers. Listen as I sit down with writers to talk methods, habits, lessons learned, and how to make a beneficial impact with your work. Today is a new draft. Rewrite yours and improve. Hi, welcome to another edition of the Jordan Baylor Draft. Welcome to episode 37. And today's guest I talk to is going to be a household name. I'm just calling it now. I'm just calling it now. His name is Quentin Cameron. Very special individual. He's a filmmaker who didn't necessarily always have his career set on that path. In the interview we talk about, I think it's one of the most important moments I've ever had in an interview is we talked about his crossroads moment. And this is the moment where (laughs) it was either make or break. It was either I go all in down this path or I just choose to listen to the child within and go that way. And he took the jump. He took the leap. He went all in and believed in himself and went all in on filmmaking, directing, writing. And it is the most admirable moment in, um, I think, my show's history so far. I want to talk about people not willing to bet on themselves. People believe in celebrities and these People that are propped up in the media more than they believe in themselves and more than they believe in their personal friends. And I think that it's sad. You should not believe that Beyonce is bigger than you. I mean, of course, Beyonce is bigger than you, but you know what I mean? Like you should not believe in her more than you believe in yourself. The reason why Beyonce is so massively big is because she believes in herself. She knows that to get this dance move right, I need to practice 10 plus hours. Like her work ethic is insane, but it's insane because the belief in herself is enormous. She knows what she's gonna do. She just knows that she has to work extremely hard to get there. And when people see that, They jump on bandwagons and then you get stylists that know work overtime to support her. And this, that, and the third. And then you look up and you blink and you go, God damn, she's Beyonce. Doesn't just happen. And I want you to know that whatever goal that you currently have, whatever dream that is singing in your heart, whatever thing that keeps you up at night, you can do it. You can reach it. You just have to believe and begin to take steps and bet on yourself. I say that all the time. You have to bet on yourself. You really do. You have to take the leap. You have to jump. You have to go for it. And life will meet you halfway, but it's not going to meet you when you're sitting on the curb. It's just not going to do it. It doesn't work like that. I don't know why, but it just doesn't. It has to see your intention. Once your intention is set and you begin to take steps towards it, it's going to meet you in the middle. But it has to want to know that you want it. Think of it like attraction. Think of it like attracting a person. If the person is your dream and they're in a grocery store and they're in the apple aisle, are you going to be able to attract them from your couch? No, you're gonna have to get up, put on your pants, put on your nice looking t-shirt or blouse, get in your car, drive there, find a parking spot, (laughs) get a basket, walk around the store, and then eventually you're gonna bump into the person in the apple aisle. And that's what that's what you're doing. You are making an effort to meet your dream in the apple aisle the effort was putting on the clothes starting up the car remembering how to get there finding a parking spot not crashing or taking an uber because you're kind of hung over whatever it is you got to the store and you bu- you met your dream in the apple aisle stop thinking that the dream is going to meet you on the couch get up and meet your dream halfway that's what i learned from this interview and i hope that you can glean a bit of inspiration, success, or more from my interview with Quentin Cameron welcome to another edition of the jordan baylor draft a series where we deep dive into the minds of writers creators and coaches in the entertainment business i have on the line a man who is carving out his own lane in the world of comedy he is the creator of the burgeoning comedy platform petty apartment which can be found on instagram welcome to the show writer and director quentin cameron how are you doing today sir
2: doing great i'm doing great it's a beautiful day i can't
1: complain can't complain all right i like it so i love to start every interview off and ask who is quentin cameron
0: okay well i'm quentin cameron is yeah. a filmmaker okay mm-hmm. filmmaker. you know you know writer, mm-hmm. writer. Act. Well, new, new actor
2: new actor okay new actor.
0: Mm-hmm. uh backgrounds in cinematography Okay. And, um you know and i'm just overall creative just making sure that like you know every day i every day i wake up is an opportunity for me to create something to um to be petty and fun and shine a little light you know in the world where it's kind of where the, the world is kind of weird so you know
1: um okay so yeah. were you that kid in high school you were that creative kid the, the yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, I was definitely the creative kid. I, I mean, I'm a skateboarder, so, like, I've always been, like, you know, a, a skateboarder, but being a skateboarder, you're, you're already bound to be creative. Like, you're, yeah. you know, it's like, you, you look at the world completely different. Like, I, I could go, like, I remember all the time, like, I'd drive with, like, my mom or grandma, and, like, and i you know i'll be looking around like the the street or like um the plaza wherever we're going and then mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's a tight spot i'd skate that and you're like what that's that's just a curb and i'm like oh yep. nah, you do all this shit. <laughs> you know,
2: <so> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> you know and um so yeah so i mean i definitely like high school i was like the crazy one. i was like always like um doing like little skate videos and um so that's you how know. you
1: got into cinematography you were like filming your friends skate yeah, videos yeah. 100% like
0: my, I, when i was like like Eleven, like I remember, like every single day when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when it, when it, when phones came out, when I was like able to get phones and they had camera phones. I'd ask my mom like, "Hey, can I get a like a like a phone but with the camera on it?" And so mm-hmm. like eventually I got one, so I was like able to record like little videos and like record skate videos. And even younger, I was like interested in just anything with doc like like recording stuff like, and taking photos like found like uh an old film camera from um, my grandfather's old film camera and like i act like i'm taking photos and recording stuff and i'm like Dude, this is the coolest shit like you know yeah. taking VHS cameras and one well, film i'd be like hey no let me get the camera you know so um yeah i've always been obsessed with cameras and movies and tv shows specifically tv shows man Like i, I love that you know
2: and tv sk- shows skate videos yeah, so,
1: yeah, there's always so much creativity in skate videos. A lot of people um, oh, yeah. just think it's just kids, but I mean, some of the greatest storyline, edits, edits have come from like, I remember there was like this one clip uh, when I was a kid. I saw it. It was like a section. I think Spike Jones did it, but he uh, he did this this whole section where everybody was, he put like green screen on the skateboards and then in post, he took the skateboards yeah. off and then everybody, and I remember there was this one part where the skater got mad. He missed his trick and he takes the skateboard. And invisible skateboard, and he throws it at the bush, and you just see the bush shake, and I just thought that was just so cool, and at the end, it was like eight skaters coming down a hill, and then uh, it looked like they were just floating. It looked like that was like the whole trick, is that they were floating, because they just took the, so there's a lot of creativity in in skateboarding, so I could totally see how that's like a great uh, mini film school for you, honestly.
0: Yeah, oh, 100%, and you know what's funny? You'll find so many skaters in the film industry, like, you know, filmmakers, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of skaters become filmmakers
2: yeah
1: Uh, yeah i think it's just that uh the ingenuity you have to have as a skater like it just spills over into filmmaking but uh my question to you is is uh why would you why would you decide to uh pivot to comedy like why did not you just keep doing skate videos
0: um well that that was a whole that's a whole journey right there because um i mean growing up like you know teenager and you know child whatever like i've always found comedy the best like i was always like wanting to uh you know, crack people up. You know, some class clown stuff. You know, I, mm-hmm. love, I love doing that. But um, so, in um, high school, obviously, like you know, skate videos and like little random comedy blurps and stuff like that. I post on Instagram and, and YouTube or whatever. But um, from uh, high school. I went to college and mm-hmm. my counselor told me like back in high school, Hey, um, you're a skater. Why don't you major in kinesiology and, um, do that because it's a safe route. So I was like, all right, you know, you said you could be a physical therapist and you know, you'll have a guaranteed
1: you know, income.
0: salary, income." Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay. I, could, you know, I literally like his, I mean, back in my hometown, it's like really like, where are you from? Uh, Palmdale. Oh, okay. Palmdale, Uh, like, like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a whole vibe. I'm not going to hate on Palmdale, but like, you know, um, uh, it's it's just
1: a piece of shit. I'm not going to hate on it
0: though. (laughs) You know, Palmdale Palmdale made the boy, you know, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, self-deprecating humor came from Palmdale, but, um, you know, you go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, or you graduate high school and you stay in Palmdale and get a job there or you, you work at like the I don't know, the they have like some like um, aerospace place they got out in the AV and stuff like that so it's very much, or you just go to the military you just come back and like, you know, you set your life because it's cheap to live out there, you know, and you just do thing. Yeah. so in my mind I was like oh, that makes sense, I want you know a uh, consistent job and stuff like that so, went uh, you know, with the like Cal State Northridge and then I majored in kinesiology, and so then from that point, I, I like I still made little skate videos, little, little you know videos like little comedy stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but, but I wasn't paying attention to because I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a physical therapist, and then eventually I was like, I want to be a, a medical doctor, you know. So I mm-hmm. got to this you know research thing and stuff like that at CSUN. and um, but then it was during a time where like my homie, one of my close friends, he he started uh, he he switched from kinesiology mm-hmm. to filmmaking like film school at CSUN so I was like fuck man I've always wanted to do that and, and like one day he saw like my um uh my binder mm-hmm. I made back in uh, middle school because I always, I always kept that binder and it was um, a binder about what I wanted to be when I grew up yeah <laughs> and so the binder was a UCLA film school um binder about like how to get in I made back in middle school and how to become a filmmaker it was I think I made I made I, it was about like cinematography I was like oh I'll be a uh, okay he seen that he was like oh fuck yeah <laughs> dude you wanted to be a filmmaker I was like yeah and I was bummed out so like the whole time I was like damn bro I really want to do this shit and then I'm deep in his in uh, biomedical research and like this the guy's scholarship or whatever and like I was like man you know how tight it would be no because I've re- I seen the Lil Yachty one night music video okay all right I love that music video. I, I love I love Lil Yachty too. He's dope. So I saw that and I was like,
1: All right, what happens in that video? Like, walk me through it real quick.
0: Oh, okay, so basically it's like Lil Yachty in a boat, mm-hmm. or just it was like a bunch of like animations. It was just like random cool shit. It was like mad funny. I was like, Dude, this is hilarious. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like just a bunch of random like dance sequences and. Just
1: and it was just, like, what, like, one shot or something? Or what's what's supposed...
0: Nah, it was, like, multiple different shots and stuff.
2: Like oh, okay. That,
0: like, okay. Stuff. So, I was like, bro, people really get paid from, like, doing shit like this? Like, yo, this is funny. This is dope. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, so... Like, yeah. And so, I was like... I don't want to be stuck in the lab all fucking day, like picking up bugs and shit. Yeah, dump shit. And so like, I told my homie like, yo, like, let me like help you on the music video. and like, let me like learn some shit. And then um, he, he put me on, like, you know, he showed me some ropes and I rented a camera from uh, my school. And then I, um, and after that, I was like, I'm gonna buy a camera. So I literally like, like went broke. I bought a camera mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna start shooting shit. And then I hit up um, my um, the guy who initially got me into filmmaking
2: like Chris Anderson. Oh, okay.
0: He uh, he he he's a filmmaker too, um and uh, a long time long time like role model friend I like, knew since I was like so older. He's like you know you know he's he's dad and stuff. Um, and yeah, I'm close friends with his homie. I mean with his son. Um, he was like, yo, you can do it. And so everybody was saying, yo, you can do it. I was like, oh, sick. So like, I got the music videos. And so like, I started shooting a bunch of stuff. I just shoot whatever I could shoot. Mm-hmm. And then um years go on, and then I was like doing music videos, but I wasn't, I didn't really feel completely happy. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, this shit's tight. I'm like, this isn't really, you know, feeling the cup for me. And then I was like,
1: When did you realize that that you needed to get back on track to like what you were originally, you know, your purpose, your original purpose? Like what was that moment? I guess was it was it like, you know, in school and they were talking about the the body and the arm? You were like, man, I really don't want to be doing this for the next thirty years. Or was it like watching an old film that you connected with as a child? Like, is there like a singular moment that like
0: memory of that. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to mention I dropped out of that scholarship and I started
2: doing filming and stuff. Wow.
0: But, uh, but, yeah, no, that moment was, um, I went to, do you know Selection by any chance, uh, the music S- selector.
1: Dude, one of my best friends is Andre Power, like the co-founder.
0: Oh, holy shit. Yo, yeah, so- yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I know <laughs> Selection. Yeah.
0: Matt, <laughs> so, damn small world, man. So Super small. Yeah, man. I went to a, a Selection um, anniversary show, like, I think back in
2: 2017,
0: mm-hmm. and I think it was a Joe K. I think Joe K, like, he's, <coughs> like, I start, like, you know, I, I, yo know, I had a dream, this shit came to reality, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And I don't know why, that just stuck so hard, because I'm like, these people are literally living every single day of their life, doing the shit that they want to do. It was just music. And, yeah, and I'm just like, and ever since then, it stuck with me, so I was like, I remember, like, the next day, I was like, still in that mindset, I got to have a stable job, stable career, like all right, what what careers can I do to get uh, a good amount of money and then be able to do my stuff on the side, right? So I was like mm-hmm. looking at the nursing and I was looking into like, I was gonna be a nurse practitioner, or like I was gonna look at real
1: estate. Yeah, you're gonna be like selling houses and then trying to shoot films on the side. Like,
0: right, right. And so I was just like the
1: whole so time life like, yeah. of an artist though, like you're trying to like be sane in the real world, but like you're also trying to be like insane. And that's the crazy part about reality is the people around you will be like, you need to be sane, you need to be stable and not live in this fake bubble. Right. But then the internal part of you was like, nah, man, you can do it. So it's like it would, it's an internal. Struggle, like which one do I believe more? Do I believe and bet on myself, or do I believe the outside world that's like real? I mean, but it, it, is it real or is it the the, the voice inside real? Like, fake. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's the biggest struggle. And I love I love talking about that with artists, and, yes. and this is what we talk about So right. show. Yeah, it's fake. It's all fake. It's whatever you decide, and that's that's what I just realized. It's whatever you decide to believe. That's the reality. If you believe your parents over your voice, Think and Grow Rich. He's holding up a copy of Think and Grow Rich for people that are listening on the audio. But it's exactly your reality is whatever you believe. So... If the voice inside is telling you that you can go all in on your books and make a full-time living or your screenplays or whatever it is, believe the voice or believe the outside world It's your choice. Really? It's, it's your really choice. choice. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: yeah Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. And so like, and I think that's funny. Like, and it was funny because like, like, okay. So basically there's a point where, um, just to pick it back up of what you said,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was literally like, listening to both because i had like an issue where i, I listened to people too much right yeah. and so um basically um after the show i was like you know what i need to because during the time i was i was doing research on the scholarship in a aqua therapy uh research center uh-huh. so then like i was like okay i need to figure out my purpose and see what's good so like i ended up it's like you know what? i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be a doctor and I'm gonna have enough money to eventually retire and then do my own thing, right? So mm. then, or, or a nurse practitioner, right? So something. So I was like, I can do because I was always good in science. Like I was like always good in math and science. I, I'm like I'm cool with that, right? So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go into a lab. So I went to a microbiology lab to do research and I switched to that. And then I was like, I was in it. But then I was like, this shit is not it, man. This is <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I, I started thinking like, oh, fuck, I need Like, um, I saw that music video. I'm seeing like my homie shoot these music videos. And then like, I remember one day I was going to get switched to a, uh, um, I forgot a pathology lab where I was going to get a new, um, primary, uh, um, a knew it was called a PI, which is like the boss of the lab.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was going to get a new PI, and then I was going to study that stuff because I thought that was interesting and that would get me into meds or like you know nursing school or so you
1: were still buying into like I can do this and filmmaking on the side there's nothing wrong with it you know you're trying to get your life together you know you want your 100k a year
0: Dude, I was like 20 or 21 I was like Dude, yeah this is fucking stupid and so like I'm like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing so like, yeah um so then basically like um I remember it was like the day I was gonna meet I was I was with my old PI and he was taking me to the lab where I was gonna meet my new PI. Mm-hmm. And then I, um, so we're in the, we're in the, we're in the hallway of, of a building, and um, the new PI wasn't around. So like, in the whole time, I was sweating. I was like, bro, if I do this, this is gonna be like, I'm gonna to have to commit to this new lab. I don't mm-hmm. want this guy to look bad. Like, I got so much shit weighted on me. I'm a black kid. So like now everybody's looking at me as being like, I got, I got, you're, you're shit, yeah. It, it, it,
1: for the audience that doesn't understand when he says I'm a black kid, like he has to, when you're the only black guy with opportunity like that, you aren't just a reflection of Quentin. You're a reflection of the entire black race. So if you drop the ball, they're going to be like, all black people dropped the ball. Bro, there's,
0: <laughs> yeah like bro oh my yeah. god like, it yeah. was rarity and so like,
1: they're like oh my god he's gonna drop out and become a rapper oh my god really all black people <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: like
0: I'm sweating and then like I was thinking like dude I want to do this I, and some said don't do mm-hmm. don't fucking do it you're an artist dog Do not do this shit. like And so like I literally was like, I broke down. And I started crying in front of like my P I I like, and it was like, I let everything out. I was like, dude, this is a fucking lie. I can't do this, man. I'm an artist dude. I'm a filmmaker. Like wow. oh hell, I can't do this shit. And then like, he, and I'm bawling out my eyes. Cause I'm like, dude, this is all I want to do. All I want to do is just create art. Yeah. And like, he, he, he's like, yo, come here, come here, come here. He's like, I was loud, dude. I was fucking so sad, yo. Yeah, <laughs> He takes me into his like into his like it was like a small ass lab, and he was like, dude, what's up? And I'm like, I don't know what I don't know what I want to do in my life, bro. Like literally, like you yeah. like he is he need to get money and shit. I want to be an artist. I don't know how I get money as an artist. I want to be a filmmaker and shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, Look, I and, and then to make you know to up the stakes, mm-hmm. I was getting paid from this scholarship to like finance like my living, ah, living.
1: so you so, were cutting off everything
0: everything you, know? you put it
1: all on the line
0: yeah I was like that was a big thing because I'm like okay like I, I like I'm getting paid like hella good money from this and so like I was like dude the only issue is like I'm on a scholarship I'm trying to keep this money because I got like pay like you know obviously like you know tuition and all this shit it was like look okay like we'll, we'll, we'll um, stay in the lab okay um, do what you have to do um, but just know like once this is your last like semester and nah, I'm wishing you the best. And so basically from that point, I like literally, it was like a big ass, like weight lift off my shoulders. And I was like, Bet! and so then like, um, I tried to get into, uh, CSUN's, uh, uh film and TV program and I applied. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they were saying, yo, look, you're a junior right now. I was a junior in college, yo. And so like, uh... which is stuff to like switch majors and stuff. So like, and I did all this shit in science. And so then, um, they were like. Yeah, you got too many units, like, uh, you might not get in. I was like, look, I'm going to let you know, like, I'm a first-gen black college student, and I'm going to drop out of college if you don't let me in. like, so, like, and so, and so, like they, they ended up letting me in, and then, um, and throughout that whole time, like, that last semester about like, me being in the sciences, I, like I said, I bought a camera. I was shooting, like, anything I could. With, like, yeah. Um, and just on my own, and YouTube University, I, like, I literally learned everything, like, more... Like, my bases were off of YouTube, and then, like, I just, and experiencing, I just, like, went off from there,
1: so. Man, dude, that yeah. is, that is, wow. That is a powerful story. It sounds like a movie, to be honest with you.
0: It felt like a movie, man. I'm like, oh,
1: <laughs> What films uh, inspired you? Like, what films bre- brought that connection to you that, like, you know?
0: Um, the film that, like, all right, um, well, Lords of, uh, what was it, uh, Lords of Dogtown, like, that movie back in the day. That was Lords a- of Dogtown? Okay. Yeah, I've watched that movie all the time when I was a kid, and then mm-hmm. um, all the scary movies, you know, scary movie one, two, three, all that shit. I, I, oh, okay. Um, right. But what what made me like fall in love with like because, like I said, like that for the first like year and a half, I was like in music videos, and um, I was like, this shit's fire. Like I, I fuck with music videos, you know what I mean? But yeah, I saw the film La in college for the first time.
1: Oh, that French joint. Yeah. Oh, Lehane. All right. So for people that have never seen Lehane, it's a French film Kind of takes place one day in the lives of like three people. And then really at the end of it, it's kind of like a plot twist ending. And you kind of find out if if I remember correctly, one of the friends was killed due to police brutality or something.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Kind of moves a little bit like the film kids, but I'm not sure if it came out before kids, but it is a trippy film. Like check it out.
0: Oh, good man. And so I seen that film and that was like, Okay, I, I got put my energy into scripted stuff. Yeah. um, Yeah, and then eventually I took a a, a, like an intro screenwriting class with um, Jennifer Blair. Shout to Jennifer Blair. You you, like made the biggest impact in my life for sure. Um, And she she's actually a comedy uh, writer too. She made like she won uh, an award for like her uh, uh, short film in a comedy film. Wow. uh, Los Angeles, L.A. College (laughs) Film Festival.
1: That's cool. That's cool. Um.
0: And she got me into screenwriting, and then that. So with the mix of like both that film and taking her class and learning the basics of screenwriting, that's what inspires what inspired me to like hop in and just go all in on scripted stuff. So,
1: okay, Uh, I want to pivot and talk a little bit about your uh, petty apartment uh, platform Uh, that you're building. Um, So just tell me more about the project because I have a like I want to dig deep and talk about the writing process of that. So what what is it? The people so that.
0: okay, so Petty Apartment is um a uh I mean obviously comedy comedy sketches. It's a comedy sketch series that uh, I post on Instagram and YouTube, and I have a I have a TikTok where like I post those sketches on I mean on the TikTok, but then like I do a bunch of like like obviously like handheld like phone TikTok stuff, mm-hmm. Um and I put them up and, and all that. But yeah, basically it, it's me, and eventually when the pandemic calms down, I want to like get more people on to Petty Apartment, and, like you know collaborate way more because I'm like. Too sketched out for COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know,
2: right?
0: <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's basically what it is. Um, it, it started from um, it was birthed by the pandemic because I just I didn't feel comfortable working with other people. So uh-huh. yeah. yeah, and I, of course, it, yeah. So um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's it
1: so okay so you you post and you create these comedy what, what does your writing process look like are these uh, skits do you have like a joke book are they just ideas is it is it improv like
0: so um, how how, it, how my process goes is um, alright so I meditate every day you know what I mean so I'm like really I make sure I like I'm always like being, being able to witness the present moment mm-hmm. and there's so much funny shit in the present moment it's ridiculous you know what I mean <laughs> So you thought I was gonna go into some deep shit, huh?
1: Nah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I simply don't know. I never know. I don't.
0: <laughs> so it's creative so maybe,
1: creativity,
2: you know?
0: Yeah, man. So, so basically, like what happens is, um, uh, you know, these ideas come from like, say, if I'm like, okay, this is an idea session. I'm, a, I sit down and I just, I, I be still,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and sometimes I'm meditating. I'll just they're like, okay, what's funny? Like, come at me. And then like, I'd be like, oh, that's a funny idea. Or, oh, that's my, Or like, say nothing's coming out. I'd be like, okay, what's two different things? Like, like two, like a juxtaposition here that I could like put together and make it funny. Like, so if I'm, I don't know, for example, like I need to turn my phone into a stapler or some shit like that. Like some very weird juxtaposition where I could like, that could start off as like a, a <coughs> joke and then I just go from there. Um, or like I'll have conversations with the homies and I'm like, you know, we'll start talking about some funny shit, and I'm like, "Yo, that, that could be a sketch." That's, that's a, a sketch. sketch, yeah. That's a sketch, yeah. So, like, you know, that a lot of it comes from that. Um, and then, like, I'll jot down ideas, or like, it'll be like late at night, and then um, right before I go to sleep, I have like these like crackhead thoughts, and I'm like, yeah, I'll like write it down, and like, you know, I'll go on from there. And um, and then, then after that, like, I I go to my my writing program final draft, and like, um, I, I start building out like what's called beats.
2: Mhm.
0: So I'll have like I'll have like the um I'll have okay the 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 premise of the joke laid out and then I'll write okay from this point to this point this is what's going to happen from
2: mm-hmm. this point to
0: this point this is what's going to happen and then at the end my little trick is like um I learned I learned this from watching a uh, um a Keegan-Key interview <laughs> where he talks about like how um this is what the, this is what we see right here yeah this is what we see out here mm.
2: so then I'm like
0: I try at that point I utilize that that tool and then i come up with like a like a, like a ending that you want to see you know
1: see ah, okay so that's yeah. how you pull off the the twist endings and stuff
0: yeah that's ex- that's that. like look i'm i'm not afraid to tell my secrets yeah that's that's what the fuck i do <laughs> so, that's
1: cool man that's cool man yeah, so, um, he, he and pill make the best sketches so
0: oh yeah they're hilarious <laughs> man and then basically from that point i write um and then i make a little shot list and then i go ahead i mean as you see right here i got my I got my camera. And oh wow.
2: just,
0: yeah, I just I just shoot the shit, you know, I, I set up the lighting or whatever and then like just I, I have like a little um, uh, you know, uh monitor I can see myself on. I mm-hmm. set up and then well, you just you know act
1: it. So like before this year, were you acting in your own sketches or were you just directing other people or Hell no. Yeah, now you aren't so the pandemic <laughs> forced you to step in front of the camera, huh?
0: Yeah, so uh what happened was uh um how that whole thing happened was um in the beginning of the pandemic um, my, my girlfriend at the time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: she, uh, she was like, Hey, uh, we should do some sketches because, um, uh, she, uh, you know, she wanted to act. So I was like, let's, let's do it. And, um, because, because, uh, you know, um, you know, directing, directing actors and stuff like that, like, um uh, and making that switch to like, you know, scripted stuff, I studied, you know, acting, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't take classes, but like, I, I read acting books and like, I read like directing books. And so like, yeah, I have yeah. a, I have a pretty solid understanding of like, oh, like helping out like, like saving the actors, like stuck on something. I'm like, okay.
1: Helping um, them through the scene, helping them connect
2: to their truth. Lines.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, man, it was good. And at the same time, I was like, this would be good for me to like, keep my directing bones on me, my directing on knife sharp. Oh, nice. So then. We we did this thing called DQ comedy and then um that went on for a while. Mm-hmm. And then um and then I decided to do my own thing, um petty apartment.
2: Petty and, apartment.
0: And yeah, uh, yeah, then that's that's how it that happened. I like um, it,
1: man. So you're ba- you're currently based out of LA. Um yeah. and I know you, you moved you moved out there for school and then you pivoted yeah. to filmmaking full time. Um w- like What's the what's the ultimate goal look like for you? Is it to you know make films? Do do an independent yeah. filmmaker? What, what 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 are
2: we doing?
0: So I mean, ultimate goal is as uh, far I got like my goal set up right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Nice. Um, so ultimate goal is uh, to, I mean I want you know showrun showrun uh, different like comedy shows, you know dramatic comedy shows. Like I love like dramatic comedies. Like that's my because I mean I, I'm. I write a ton, you know. Like I'm, you know, I wrote like a like a web series that's all like a dramatic comedy, and then like I'm working on another web series. Like, okay. that.
1: so dramatic comedy, like what, like Shameless or something?
0: Kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's just fire, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Atlanta, um, Atlanta, dramatic um, um, comedy. Yeah, it is
1: dramatic, a dramatic comedy. Okay, yeah.
0: Rami, like Rami is like the perfect like mix. Like that's exactly why. I
1: uh, Rami, I haven't checked that out. I haven't checked that.
0: So out. good, so, so good. good, and so master of none, um, but. Yeah, so the show run, uh, comedy, uh, dramatic comedy, television. Um, obviously, like, in, in between like shows and stuff like that, like, um, you know, bright and then direct, um, you know, feature films. Um, okay. And uh, what's what do I have right here? Yeah, and that also, too, like, you know, investment, in housing, real estate investing. Real estate. <laughs> I love it. I still got that, even though I mean, I was like, when I was like, yo, when I was like a junior in college, yeah. I was like, uh, I mean, I should be a real estate person. Like, yeah, I'm going to buy a house, but just rent that shit out. I'm just like, yeah. with that, you don't make money. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? Seriously,
1: seriously, man. This is real
2: estate. I, feel like art,
0: I feel like a lot of artists, like they, they get so caught up in like the craft that they don't think about, like, you know, financing and, um, um, and building up like financial freedom. So,
1: yeah, I think yeah. that I give you so much uh, oxygen. Oxygen, freedom. like I kind of, yeah, it's like freedom. It yeah. Money yeah. gives you freedom.
0: Say if, like, you, you know, um, you get sick of like uh, entertainment for a minute. Like, say you've got like executives like up your ass, like, and they're just like
1: burnt out,
0: tired. And you're just like, and yo, I need breaks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I had to take a, a, a two week break recently, but say if, like, Say if there's a point where like um you have a job that's like offered to you and it's like a cool it's a cool penny, but say if like you're not feeling it, mm-hmm. you have to take the job and you're mentally not in a good spot. Damn, that sucks because you gotta fucking do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It becomes like a job, you know, yeah, it becomes a job.
0: Like you're at a point where you got like you got like six different like rental rental homes like financing you, paying you. Mm-hmm. It's like Okay, I don't gotta take that job.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can skip over it. Yeah, I'm
0: yeah. like no, nah, I'm good. Like get that shit to I don't know, like Donald Glover. I don't care. Like, like <laughs> <laughs> you're the Donald
1: Glover. I don't need it. <laughs> I like the confidence. That's what I'm talking about. That's the confidence I need. 2021. Man, you're the Donald Glover. I don't need it. Yeah, let's give it to him. You know, I don't need it. I don't
0: need yeah, it. I don't know, man. But I mean, just to say, like you know, it's, I think it's important to be able, like have that financial freedom. So definitely, like owning homes, like in um in the long run
1: that's like the 10 year goal. So, okay. So I, I'm a big believer in the importance of, uh, social media and like many aspects of the film process are, I know you're on social media, but how do you use it? And, um, do you have any tips for people that want to like brand themselves and grow their platform as well?
0: You it's know funny. I'm still trying to learn that. <laughs> you're
1: still trying to learn it yourself. I mean, but, but you're further ahead than uh, a lot of yeah. people who are just you know using it to look at cat videos
0: or whatever. I do that shit too. That <laughs> <laughs> said, <laughs> I'm, I'm not better than you. I'm still <laughs> bro. in golden retriever videos like baby yeah. golden retrievers, bro. God damn it, that's just lit. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but um, yeah, no, absolutely. Like um, it's just being that like I've been in front of the camera more, and like I think one thing I. I cause I try to like base what um, how I move, mm-hmm. off of what I like to intake. So not uh, not a lot of people know this, but like I like watching uh like like funny people play horror video games.
1: <laughs> funny people play horror video games. Video games. Okay, so like the games. like
0: Dashie and um Iberlizzi.
1: Okay, so Sorry. like like Twitch Twitch videos stuff I like, like that.
0: Yeah, like like yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm looking at like I'm like in, in um. I watch a lot of YouTube. And I'm like, why do I like these people so much? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I see their face. I see their personality. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. What, what, what makes like these different, like, or like, you know, these comedy sketches, like these, these different comedians, like, or like filmmakers, like, what why do I like them? I'm like, yo, I, I know their personalities. Like, I know them. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I, why do I feel like I like this particular character in this film? Mm-hmm.
2: I see them. So
0: mm-hmm. I think what I do a lot is I talk a lot to the people following me and they see who I am, and like they kind of get like a better glimpse of like my like, I try to be as authentic as I can, and I, I try to give like a better glimpse of like who I am, you know what I mean, in my life.
2: Mm. And
0: I try, I, I also want to feel that, that um, idea that like I'm not perfect, I may come off as someone that like works all the time. I will bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, there's some times where I absolutely bullshit, and like, I want to like let people know it's okay to like fall off here and there. But like, you know, being able to like um, just be real. So I think a big thing for me is like just just being authentic on Instagram. Being able to post, um, have like a a a routine. Yeah. Being able to like routinely post. Um, I like using stories. I definitely. I'm a big believer in stories. Like I, I, you know, I post you all the time, and then. Mm -hmm. um, um What they have been recently trying to do is like i've been uh which i literally started doing this like today <laughs> yeah i um, i was like you know I, I deleted instagram so like i only post shit that like i know is gonna like uplift my brand and it's gonna like inform people about what's going on and mm-hmm. um and say if like i find like i'm like okay i need to make i want to make someone laugh i want to make someone's day a little bit better i'll like post some funny shit, you know, or I'll like find something funny on Instagram and I'll post it up. But um that's that's the big thing. It's like is not letting Instagram use me, but I'm using Instagram because social media is free for a reason. You know, like it's yeah. free because we're being used to get, you know, advertisers to um, make sales. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, fuck them. Like I'm gonna use y'all. So <laughs> so basically it's like all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it for my advantage to help people out laugh wow, and feel a little bit better every day and a lot of people know about like the different projects that are going on like the different films the, the web series or whatever you know so um and to connect with people so yeah i love it to network
1: and connect and uh i like that you have that rule you know it kind of helps you um filter out what's good for you what's you know and because because social media can be kind of toxic you know especially with like the explore page it brings you all this stuff that you didn't even ask for uh
0: you know just like literally it's like tears a hole in your brain it feels like i don't know it does and i think honestly though i feel like Artists in particular, like everyone, everyone, but I feel like this affects artists a little bit more. Is especially young artists mm-hmm. it makes you and feel like you're not doing enough. 40s, exactly, bro. Yeah. It's like they, you know, you go on Instagram and you see someone be like, "Oh look, I got like thirty thousand views on my on, on this shit," or like, mm-hmm. "Oh look, I I I did this and that and that." And then you're looking at yourself and you're like, it's "What
2: have I done?"
0: Yeah. yeah but it's, it's, it's kind of primitive you know what i mean it's like a primal instinct that like yeah. we're like we, we compare ourselves because we want to be like the best you know we want to yeah. be one of better and it's like and that comes from the ego and it's like that's just only gonna like mess you up even more so it's like i feel like for artists especially like you know from the ages of like 20 up to like 40 mm-hmm. you know what i mean i feel like that's like such a uh we, we were like, oh, we have to come up. We have to, I have to be better than this. I, sh- I need to be at this point by this time in rally. That shit is all fake. Yeah. Like we were talking about earlier, that shit is fake. It's super <laughs> you know? fake,
1: man. I agree. I agree, man. I'm like, yeah.
0: Everybody does their own thing, you know, yeah. And um, just do
1: what works for you. And then, like I said, like, I mean, this is just what, what works for me is sometimes I get caught up in that zone where I'm like, oh, I need to be on this platform. I need to post this or post that or try and keep up with other people. But what I found works best for me is I, I get better output when I take away like um, I say, OK, well, let me just post just strictly on Twitter. I'm not going to post on Instagram or whatever it is. And then I can focus on making the best possible thing just for one platform rather than trying to post on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. It, it just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop in the, the, the it just doesn't stop. You end up going crazy. This episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Sock Season. I have a pair of their unisex Essential Star Quality Socks, and man, they are comfortable. They truly are. They they, they come in like weird, funky, cool colors. And I'm not just saying this because they paid me. I'm saying it because I'm a big sock guy and I hate socks that fall apart after a few washes or they're cheap or they're they're tight around the toe or they hurt around the ankle. I've experienced a lot of different socks and a lot of these companies are cutting corners. I've gotten socks from H&M, different department stores, and quite frankly, I feel like I've gotten beaten a lot of times because I no longer wear the socks and after a few washes they either rip or they shrink or I lose a pair, or I lose one of the socks. Those two are on me. But sometimes they're warp and they just lose their shape. But the cool thing about Sock Season is Sock Season has a unique 30-day wash guarantee, which covers socks bought within the first 30 days. Like, if you buy them and they fall apart within the first 30 days, they will replace them. No questions asked. Which is crazy, but that's how much they believe in their socks. So... Go to www.sockseason.com S-O-C-K-S-E-A-S-O-N dot Use coupon code offstage for 25% off your first order and tell them Jordan sent you because every day is sock season. But how, how do you to to how do you stay organized and, and prioritize your tasks? while also fiddling around with, with uh, social media and growing your Petty Apartment platform.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I have a uh, I have a notebook, right? And uh, I, I should buy an organized planner. But what I do is, like, I make, like, you know, boxes and, and checklists. And so I'll check out things I need to do. I have a whiteboard right here. I'll show you. <laughs> so I have a whiteboard that basically um what I'll do is I'll write important things that, like, for example, obviously, like can do at 12. <laughs>
2: oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have, like, you know, my uh, my breakdown of, oh, there you go, breakdown of everything I need to do, like, for, like, I have, like, my goals set out. So it'd be, like, for a week, I have, like, that schedule, like, laid out mm-hmm. six months, end of, the, end of 2021, 10 years. But, and then, in the mid, and then what I'll do is, like, in the middle of my board, if I'm not, like, using it for, like, writing, yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll put down, like, different daily objectives that I need to do. And then, like, I'll have, like, a weekly objective of, like, things I need to absolutely do every single week. So, shoot a video. Write a bunch of sketches. If anything, what I'm trying to do now is I'm trying to shoot in bolts, so, like, that's going to be a new thing I'm going to add. Um, mm. Definitely, like, definitely just being organized of every single task I need to uh complete mm-hmm. and one big thing which I want to share to everyone cuz this helps me out so much um I'll set an alarm for like um okay um say for instance 12 p.m. I have you know I I got to hop on with you mm-hmm. I'll set an alarm for that you know so I, I'll set alarms for like let's say um 7 p.m. right Like finishing your film, so I I do that now, and that helps out a ton because I feel like a lot of times, like we'll forget.
1: That's a pretty good hack. I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna definitely steal that one right there.
0: I'm not gonna lie with you because I was. The thing is, uh, I got, I learned that because um, the past three, four days I've been casting for this web series, and so, um, I and I have like different time slots for like everyone Mm -hmm. who I'm casting. So Mm -hmm. if I forget, oh, at twelve forty two.
2: Mm-hmm. which is a like
0: random ass time <laughs> I, got yeah. a, uh, I got I got I got like a, uh, I gotta do an interview with like you know uh, auditioner mm-hmm. it's so easy it slipped up in your mind because you'd be like oh let me go to the bathroom and then get out the bathroom oh I wanna go get some avocado toast <laughs> like you know just
1: <laughs> so seriously. Like, oh. yeah yeah it happens man <laughs> you
0: forget you know and yeah so you I forget feel like, yeah so that definitely helps so definitely like those are those main hacks is like what I do um and okay uh,
1: yeah i love it man that's a, that's a lot of uh tips i'm really gonna i'm actually gonna steal that uh, alarm clock thing because that yeah. that you know cause sometimes oh. your mind will like trick you oh you don't need to write right now like oh you can yeah. write tomorrow you're
0: tired
1: like you know just chill out man enjoy life quit being so hardworking. like
0: uh, whatever man Absolutely not. like you know we're all human so you know we, we slip up here and there and all
1: that stuff okay can you uh talk about the new web series you're casting for like is that what you're working on now
0: yeah yeah so um right now uh, I'm working with um yeah you know, i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like put too much out there because like you mm-hmm. you know everybody uh once all the news is out everybody yeah, can see it, yeah. I'll check it out but yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a web series um dramatic comedy web series uh basically about relationships and how okay. relationships in l a as you're on the come up in entertainment mm-hmm. how that could be a, a challenge on its own um
1: how many yeah. episodes like, were we looking at? Five yeah, yeah. episodes?
0: Yeah, nine episodes. Nine uh, episodes? Yeah, nine episodes, 15 to 20, minute, uh, wow, 20 minutes.
1: Wow, that's long, man.
0: Yeah, hey, man. Like, I, you know, got to make it, you know? Yeah, um, man, I like yeah. it. I like it. So, I like it. Um, yeah, it's comedy. I mean, I'm... You What's know, it called? LA.
1: It's called LA. Okay. <laughs> L.A. romance. I I I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, man. Um, It's hard hard having a relationship in L.A., man, because, you know, the the women outnumber the men one to five or something like that. It's like a crazy ratio. Some dude told me that at a club. I never verified if it was real. But he told me that we were surrounded by women. So I was like, maybe he's right. I don't know. So it's very hard for a man to like, you know, so many options. That's the thing about L.A. It's options. If you've never been, it's just options. Everything is just options
0: let me tell you you know
2: yeah. I, i'm so glad about
0: this it's just like literally it's so true like um because I, I think um there, there's, there's like uh, you know relationships and being young in your 20s and stuff like that that's another mm-hmm. thing i like you know it kind of relates back to the idea of like you know listening to other people and stuff because everyone has an opinion on relationships mm-hmm. everyone's like oh you know your your 20s don't so get a relationship like, that's stupid. Build your empire first. Blah, blah, blah. And then other people like, no, you, you can find dope people in your 20s. You can find dope people in your 30s or whatever. Like, they got other people saying, don't miss out. You might find that it's just that one person. So it's like, and especially in LA, because it's like, there's so many different people, bro. There's gorgeous women everywhere. You know? And it's like, it's like, yo, <laughs> what, what to listen to, what's real, what's not. And I think in reality, it's like until you understand like no one really knows anything but until like
1: you it's like up to you it's like yeah it's exactly like you you kind of hit the nail on the head with with la you got to understand that that city is fake it's nothing's real in that city like the the advertising's fake everywhere you look you're being sold something I mean, you could be sitting in traffic and you look to your right and the walls are just plastered with movie posters, some new app or whatever it is. So you're always being sold. So that's one thing I realized when I was in that city. I was like, oh, I'm the product. They're trying to monetize me at all times. You go, look at any skyscraper. It's covered with a movie poster yeah.
2: or whatever. Yes, that, you know? exactly.
1: So and then the, the people buy into that mentality and then they kind of judge right. you not on who you are. Not on what you do, but like where you're at, your status.
0: They fuck with you because of that. And
1: yeah, it's that, just status.
0: And that scares the shit out of me, man, because I'm on.
1: But it's y- vapid. It's vapid, man. Like, you know, you see, like, you could be. On and then two weeks later you're you're not you're no longer the it kid and nobody wants to hang out with you in the club or nobody wants to talk to you. so then when I kinda of figured that out, I was like, nobody's really re- real because everybody's trying to chase something that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's see that's what scares me, man, because it's mm-hmm. like um and especially you know in, in the relationship side of things, because like yeah, i um <laughs> Uh, like I, I don't know what's gonna happen in the next ten years, you know. It, you know, I I I have aims and I you know manifest and I have like mm-hmm. a goal and you know I'm like okay I know this is gonna be the path and um and say if you know um you know say if like you know my name is like big you know I don't know I I don't know all I know is I'm just making this shit because I love making films and I love but. But say if that were to happen, I'm I'm like of uh, you know I don't know getting like a big name or whatever. I'm like, dude, who the fuck can I trust? Like, dude, who, like I'm I'm scared of that. You know what I mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. cause I don't I I see it all the time. Like people care more about the person who can offer something, right? Yeah. And on the same time, it's like why? Like, at what point is that? that genuine connection is it when is that real you know like,
1: yeah i know it's just so
0: saying. yeah so definitely la is so thing with like dating and stuff like that it's like say if i don't know let's say if <laughs> um you know i get like a big name or whatever and then like now like say if like i'm dating i'm going on dates and maybe some girls like maybe they're just interested in me because of the name mm-hmm. hopefully not I know people, I've heard of stories about that and that kind of, that's worrisome. But I think what is it is it's like, but genuinely, I believe that like you attract what, you know, you attract what put out. What put out. Yeah. So if I'm being a genuine person. Like I'm automatically going to be able to like, be like, okay, like I'm going to only attract genuine people so it's like that's kind of like a thing you know i don't know you can't really
1: i don't think do you it. can fake energy i really yeah. don't i think you can there'll be like cracks in it like personally that's just how i feel about people yeah, like, it's just
0: like you can tell bro it's, it's
1: like just knee know? jerk you know like like yeah. oh what's he? what's he yeah like, yeah, it's like
0: no, how but definitely like people trying to do business and stuff like that it's like you don't know who's like a snake and who's like you know, genuine and stuff. So it's like, you know, so, like,
1: okay. so what are you trying to say with your comedy? I mean, I know you said that like with, uh, the new, sh- the new upcoming web series, LA, you know, you're talking on relationships and stuff. Like what's your ultimate message? Like, what are you trying to
0: say? My, my ultimate message is like, um, a lot, like, I feel like the main thing is like a lot of the stuff that we live through mm-hmm. is laughable. Like a lot of things that like, because I, I, I like to make, like my comedy comes from like me just talking shit and mm-hmm. me being able to talk shit about things that people don't like to talk shit about. Um, so, I mean, of course I have like some, you know, a lot, like some films and comedy stuff is like, um, it's just me, you know, just doing goofy comedy stuff, like smoking roaches. Like, you know, like that's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like that's just dumb, you know, just random. Just, I'm just going to make you laugh. But um, a lot of the things is like, I'll I'll look at like a group of people, or I'll look at like an ideology, or I'll like you know, or wh- whatever's going on. Sociology, so you know, you know, going on Yeah, yeah. Okay. How can I make people? How can I see like another side of this where I think that people need to look at and they're afraid to look at? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make them feel like like I'm gonna make them feel easier looking at it by laughing. So. Okay.
1: All right, so you kind of have like the stand-up comics kind of approach to
0: yeah, I'm I, I yeah, inspired by Chappelle. So basically like for example, um I'm not going to say like, you know, the name of the project or whatever's going on, but like um I have a, a project that I'm, I'm writing and um I'm writing with my homie mm-hmm. and it's about white guilt. Okay. And how right now in in the industry like everyone is, every white person and their mama like yeah. they're like Oh, we love black people. We're trying to put more people of color in, like, in their studios. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And they're doing this. This is what everyone everyone's comfortable with the idea of, like, oh, look at this. Like, you know, like... They're, it's like,
1: it's a movement, but then also at the same time, like, it's not the worst movement on Earth, but it's a movement, but then a lot of people, you're like, are you just doing it because you kind of got bullied into it, or do you actually yeah. give a yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. No yeah. one likes to look at that. No one likes to look at the idea of, like, these people, like, really don't... Like, a lot of them don't give a fuck. Like, like mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the production company or whatever, mm-hmm. but, like, um, I hit them up and like uh, and they, they were on some like uh, uh, <laughs> they are on some bullshit
2: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh we were saying that cool. like oh you
0: love niggas you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it like, really boils down to it oh yeah um, because they're like oh yeah we're, we're trying to give uh, uplift voices of people of color or whatever mm-hmm. and then <laughs> and they're like yeah we'll get back at you whatever you know maybe you know we'll give you a PA gig
1: or some shit like that and never got back to me I'm like alright yeah it's just, just it's like how can they look good for the moment like a lot of corporations you saw it you saw it with the Black Lives Matter like all the corporations coming out Amazon cares about Black Lives Matter and you were like bro y'all don't even care about people dog like let's be real with it I like Amazon but y'all are a corporation bro y'all don't care about humans why would I think you Give a fuck about black people. Like, i just be so, real.
0: Like, like that's human nature, bro. Cause it's like, it's like a lot of people who, who have like this, like, weird, um, who have this, this, this concept of, um, you know, um, who don't like to see white privilege and shit like that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they stay on the primitive level. You know what I mean? I genuinely believe in that. It's just like, okay, no, I have to be, you know, survival of the fittest. I'm the, I'm, you know, I'm the shit, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's, it's like, they don't like to, a lot of people don't, don't like to see that side because like it's it's so ingrained in like everyone's psyche of like, no, we this this is like this is what's normal. I need a pen for myself and you know, this is what um I'll show it. Man. This is kinda like a like a No it's time. it's it's uh you know I mean? it's kinda like uh you know it's like no one wants to see it because like they, 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 they step in those footsteps already. But
1: Yeah, it's like it's easier to keep doing it the way it's been done. Just point blank period. People don't like change, especially humans. And the more we dig deeper into, like, this American culture, the American dream, the more we find out it's a facade. It's not real. It's It's rapid. And it's like America's built on quicksand. And the the longer, the the older we get, the more we're saying, like that's no longer available. Like, you know, like people are like, by 25, I had a home, two kids, and I would had a job paying me $300,000 a year, whatever the hell. And my wife was in college and we paid $25. Now you try that today, it's like, huh. (laughs) You know, you try any of that. Because like everything has scaled, but the wages haven't gone up. And it's literally because like when you look at it, you actually take a step back and you look at it, you realize it's just, it's corporations, like, and then people don't want to say it because they're, I mean, our figures that we look at are, you know, I'm getting very Joe Rogan now, but I'm saying the figures that we look at are, are freaking bought, man. Every, you don't know which voice actually feels like that and which voice is actually bought and, and told to say this by uh, a hand. The entertainers that we look at are bought They're shields. They're there. They have a message for somebody else. That's why you can't really listen to them.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: All of it. So, like, the more that we kind of look into, like, white guilt and white, the more we realize that honestly, white people are just trying to keep their grasp on, and when I say white people, I don't mean like like people at the top. I'm just talking about just your everyday average, just middle-class American. Like, they're just trying to keep their grasp on the American dream and try and stay afloat. They're trying not to drown. And then they're like, wait a minute, I gotta give my crumb to this black person over here because of Boo-Hoo, boo-hoo Sharon? <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, man. That's the thing. It's
0: like, yeah, it's kind of like um i think the thing is is like um and and that's where, like a lot of my comedy comes from it's just like you know i just want to like I, I talk shit to like let people know like hey look like look at this shit. like this needs to be looked that because it's mm-hmm. true what you're saying it's like you know every, look everybody has to eat er- everybody eat. everybody has to eat exactly to eat. white man gotta eat everybody gotta eat everybody gotta eat everybody gotta eat, <laughs> everybody gotta eat. but it's like <laughs> um but it's like okay you got all these you got let's say you got you got like this you know the um, I don't know, say got these black kids, black women, whatever, like people of color, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They put in way more work, dog. Yeah. So you got some people put in way more work. I say it like
1: this, right? You got like, I'm not going to take nothing away from it. I'm going right, to just to say it like this, like, you got like an actor like Zac Efron, right? And then you have an actor like, Viola Davis or Octavia Spencer? Like, which one you think had a harder time making it in Hollywood? I like, let's be people... <laughs> Yeah, like, like, like Viola Davis is like what an Oscar, Emmy, Grammy, Tony, a super Oscar. Like come on, she got everything. And,
0: and like, oh yeah, no, I just came from Idaho to you know Hollywood, and here I am. Yeah, you know, like I forgot what actor, but um. <laughs> He uh he basically like got cast in like they guys roll hella but I mean that's how Hollywood is like you know hello sporadic. But mm-hmm. then the factors come in i'm mm-hmm. like, okay, now um let's say acting types, right?
2: Mm-hmm. You no,
0: know, you're black pulling up in, in Hollywood, they're gonna be like, Okay, like we wanna have you play us you can sell us a uh, thug, you can sell us all this shit, right?
2: Yeah we
0: are more than a fucking thug. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's still like, you know, the accessibility, a lot of people say like, you know, you know, it's a lot better now in Hollywood. Now we have all these diversity initiatives and stuff like that. Um, but I'm like, okay, you can have that, but you're still putting on like your nephew who doesn't really give a fuck about filmmaking. Yeah. Given him, like the big ass opportunity in the writing room. Yeah. Um, whereas like, he got like this like black girl over here. who's like, who's made like, 20 different feature films and who, you know, graduate NYU or wherever the fuck school don't even matter. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I understand it. I, but this is why I respect people like yourself. Right. And I'll say this because like you can have the person that like was given the opportunity and they can go in and they, you know, kissed ass or did whatever they had to do to get in the, the room. It doesn't really matter. They're in the room. Right. But then you got somebody like yourself who's just on the outside making his own thing. And you think, right? You you're like, "Oh, well, I'm just some dude making content in his room and it doesn't really mean much and it doesn't it's not really much." But 100% dude, you're self-made, right? You own your content. You own your content. You own your ideas. You can take your content in any given time. I could call you up and say, "Hey man, I got this new platform. Can can I have your content?" And you could say, uh, uh, "What's your email? I'll send it right now, right? But when you have somebody behind you and they're giving you money, and then I call you, I say, hey man, can you put your content on my new platform? And you go, I don't know, I need to turn around and ask this guy. Hey, can I do it? And he goes, no. He goes, no, focus on your shit and that stupid ass idea I gave you and make that. And you gotta do it because he's putting money in your pocket. So who is really on? You are, you're on more than that guy is, right? (laughs) That's that's facts, bro. It's facts. Because people think that the people that are on aren't giving them opportunities, but they're not on. The people that are on are the people that are independent. The people that are sitting in their room, writing their books, making their movies, and they, do, and they're looking at people that are on Hulu and all these other platforms, and it's great. It's beautiful. But the, the truth is, when you own your content and you can license it and, and, and make it however you want and send it whenever you want, you are more on than the person that is paid millions of dollars. And you can call me crazy. But at the end of the day, if I can't choose who owns my stuff and my stuff is bought and sold without me even being in the room, I'm not on, dude. I'm just an employee. I'm not a boss.
0: Thank you, thank you, bro. Awesome. Hey, for real, thank you for, for those words, man. For real, like that's that's a that's a big thing, man. Because I was like, I, I when I seen that when I, with the whole the only reason why I'm making that film is because I'm mm-hmm. just like calling out, like, all right, like y'all are doing this shit, but like, at what point is it genuine? Yeah. So, but at the same time, it's like. Like going through, like you know, like they're that's like you know, um, um, like thing of like, oh look, we're trying to put people of color on, like you know, uh, let me, you know, email this, you know, email this this um thing your resume, whatever. Mm-hmm. They weren't really. They're were saying like we're gonna, we're trying to give y'all voices, but like voices is like really like hiring people in the fucking writing room. Yep. And you know all this shit, but like y'all are saying uh, just only like you know here and there one shot pa it's, like come on. Same thing. All these, all these other people, they're doing that. So I, and you know, this other production company, right? Like, I, I yo they said oh yeah, we're, yeah, we'll set you up on the interview, da da da. We'll put you on, so They didn't get back at me, bro. They ended up hiring someone else who, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay, cool, cool. And so like the whole time I'm like, fuck on them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck on them. I got a camera. I got the shit. Like yo fuck all of them i don't care bro i'm like you know what like if they if they if they're kind enough to like genuinely be like we want to help you out we want to partner with you we want to do all this stuff Mm -hmm. that's dope because there are don't get me wrong there are you know white folks and people in color who i mean i mean people in power who do want to help out you know um you know people of color and like you know marginalized groups they do like there's a hundred percent people who are now yeah a lot of people they want to protect their own bread yeah and you know, and it's like, okay. A lot of people
1: is like, they have a system and they have a message that they want to say. And if you can't conform the way you tell your stories or the type of stories that you want to tell and the type of people you want to include in your stories, it's just best if you just do it yourself and yourself. that's w- y- just do it yourself like it's nothing wrong with it because they did it themselves and they got on but like yeah. a lot of people don't want to hear that a lot of people are like no I want I want my stories on your network it's like how about you start your own network oh, bro. and like you own it right and it's not big don't get me wrong it's going to start off really small but, but so did Walmart yeah. so did every other platform they start off super bro. small bro Walmart was like before it became like this big company that just goes into small Towns and makes everybody bankrupt and unemployed before they started doing that. They were just like some small store, and Sam Walton had like tables and he just put like products on it. And whatever you wa- whatever he happened to have that day was on the table, like it was just super small. And then it just grew into this just behemoth. And people,
0: yeah, I think people are scared of like the they look at it as like a monster, like too much of a big monster. To have yeah you got like you said, you got to bet on yourself. You know what I mean?
1: Got to bet on yourself, man. No,
0: you don't bet on you. you don't, no, like and especially if you don't have work to show, no one's gonna ever take a bet on you. It's like, uh, yeah, to bet on yourself and fucking go. You got to send it, man. And like, um, and you're right, man. Literally, like, it's, it's kind of like you know, Dame Dash, right? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he's yeah. all
1: about ownership, man. Like ownership. That's all you. You. Well, I, I, I walk around the house all day and say, "I guess you ain't a boss." Like you do, like because he became kind of a joke. But like everything he was saying was a hundred percent true. Like everything he said. If you a- don't. You know, if you don't do that, you, you're not a boss. You don't own that. And I was like, he's
2: right.
0: He's, he's right. Right. Bro. He's uh-huh. completely right. It's like if you don't own your shit, you, then it's like yeah. <laughs>
1: I was thinking about my podcast, right? Like, because sometimes it hit me. Like, I was like looking at it and, and I was thinking, I was like, man, I got like a little show, you know, like a little radio show. And I was like looking at other people that, oh man, and, you know, that person just signed some big podcast deal or this person just signed. And then I was like, wait a minute. I don't have to, if I want to put out an episode, I don't, I can But if I don't, or, yeah. you know, I don't have to talk to certain people. Cause you know, like they, they're chosen. They, they have people that choose who comes on your show. some most times, and then they'll be like, Oh, you got to talk to this person. Cause they got a new comedy special coming out. And you might not want to talk to that person. You might think yeah. that yeah. is terrible. Like you, I don't want to talk to that. Oh, your, yeah. shit's, hilarious, yeah, your shit's hilarious. You got to help him sell <laughs> it because at, Platform gave you advertising money, and you're in their pocket. Like you just got to sell their stuff. So I I looked at that and I was like, "Wow, I have a lot of freedom." You know,
2: yeah, have a lot of freedom.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Um, What's a quote you want to leave people with
2: before we like wrap this up? Uh...
1: Damn, bro. <laughs> oh, damn, bro. Bro, Yeah, yeah. Just something. Just a quote. <laughs> damn, bro. That's the quote. All right.
0: Um. Yeah. Um. Shit, man. Um. That's a good quote. <laughs> I, was, I, I don't know about a quote, but I would say like kind of like a like an idea.
1: Yeah, um, anything. Nugget, just anything.
0: I would say, um, um, most people they don't they what they see is their perspective and is their reality and their limitations mm-hmm. because that's what they see. But if they haven't tapped into that greater power within themselves,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they have you know, then that's on them. They can't see you Know what you can do with your life and how you can create and craft your own life, but um, for you, it's like if you have you know yourself and you know that your abundance and you know your mm-hmm. what you could you know, you know, your power, you could craft your life into anything and it doesn't matter what anyone says. And the reason why I, I you know, I say that is because i uh. I'm just gonna put it out there, Fuck it yeah, name names. <laughs> um, I, I, at my college, uh, I, I took a professor, you know, <laughs> and um, and this dude, uh, for like a month and a half was bashing on my film, my, my film project, and stuff like that. Was
1: he a film instructor?
0: Film professor, yeah, film professor. Bashing on my shit and like I and saying like yo my my shit's not funny
2: uh-huh. you
0: know I, I play like a small role in my in the, in the in the in the film because like you know an actor dropped out and he said I'm not a good actor uh-huh. I want to be a good actor I'm not I'm not a good writer you need to uh-huh. study stories you probably need to get a writing partner because your writing isn't good yeah uh, you're a good cameraman you're good you know but and then like literally for a month was saying this shit's terrible this is terrible this is terrible, this is terrible. like. And I got into a whole depression because I'm like, dude, this is like what I love. And, um, and he's bashing me every single fucking day. You know what I mean? So I'm
2: yeah. Like, dude.
0: You know, and so then. Um, so that's just, it. For people
1: that don't understand, that's kind of film school is like they choose. I, it's all it's almost immediate. They choose golden ducks and then they choose other people. Yeah. And they're going to tell you, like, they, t- they try and brand you day one. Like, I, I went to film school as well. And then the first, uh, this is why I dropped out, is I just didn't like it. Like, I was going from, like, high school, I was making all the film, video tech programs, and then, like, day one, they were like, this guy's gonna make it in Hollywood, this chick will make it, and that guy will make it. And then, anytime they threw anything up, it didn't matter if it was good or bad, they were like, amazing, amazing, Scorsese, young Scorsese, like, they just act, and you're like, it's not that good, you're just kissing his ass. And then, when anytime you throw up anything, it's just favoritism, you just clearly see it, it's favoritism, it's like... That's ah, okay,
0: and yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? and then but for like, all oh, and then like comparing me to like another student saying, "Why, why is her project better than yours?" Tell me, yeah, tell I me mean, why is hers is better than yours. So I'm like, and then it, same professor, like the for my thesis film, mm-hmm. literally the same thing. Yo, like, you know, just not good. Like you know, so this um, same my writing got a little bit better, but then he was like, "Shit's still not good." Yeah.
1: Then, now, did you take that as a challenge or did you I, take it?
0: Like, as a challenge, I'm like, "Fuck you, dog! I'm coming at you." And then, like, <laughs> okay, all right, I like it. Uh, yeah. And then my film was actually fucking hilarious. I'm not gonna cap this shit was mm-hmm. open whatever, but like, the, you know, there's some um issues uh with like, you know, like some crew members and stuff like that. But it's all good. I mean, it's like you know, student film. It's yeah, student man. film, man. Films. You know, it's not the. It's not fucking Academy like, Awarding yeah. shit. You know? so, like, <laughs> um, so then you know, and then I was like. At the end of that that class, I remember I was like, him, he's portraying all the shit that he wished that he he lived. And he's like really just shutting my whole fucking vision down. He's
2: should yeah. to do
0: it. I'm not And I was like, and I was talking to my, my mentor and she was like, He's a fucking asshole, like you keep doing you. So like it took me I like literally right after college, I was like, fuck this guy, I'm gonna sure show mm-hmm. him. I made a short film that did amazing in film festivals. I started acting. I fucking killed it. And then, like, I, I messaged him recently. I was like, look, here's all the things I did since graduating. Mm. And he was like, oh, wow, I knew you'd make it. Wow, I knew you'd be a good person. Da, da, da. And then I was like, okay. So if I let him betray his I mean, perspec- yeah. pers- perception onto me, then my li- my limitations would be completely, like, you know, I would be, li- I'd be limited, bro. Yeah.
1: I, 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 he was trying to put the lid on top of your dreams.
0: Put the lid on me but I didn't allow them to do it. So that's why I say do not let other people put their limitations and their perspectives on you. You craft your own lane. So that's why I say that.
1: Okay. I love it. I love that, man. Yeah. I love that. That's a great uh, point. And, and, and how can the people get in touch with you?
0: I mean, you know, uh, Instagram, Instagram, uh, uh what was it was Qu- uh, Qu- uh, Quentin. Cameron, Q U I N. Dot Cameron, um, petty apartment, At just Petty Apartment.
2: P-E-T-T-Y Apartment. Mm -hmm.
0: The whole word. And then um, you can check out my stuff on uh, melanarkproductions.com. And melanarkproductions is my production company. So just at melanarkproductions.com. M-E-L-I-N-A-R-T Productions. Um, And yeah, uh, I mean, just, you know, I'm, I'm down just to talk
1: to whoever, and just like you know chat up you know um well work. quentin you freaking your future is, is extremely bright you're a great filmmaker you got a good uh, head on your shoulders right. and it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you this has been another draft of the jordan baylor draft now turn off your phone and go right